And we're back with the Jamestown Podcast. It has been a minute, but we are here. I am here. James Huffman, that's my name. With me is Alex Huffman, my brother. What's up, Alex? What's going on, bud? You know, we've done 18. This is our 18th episode, and uh, I still don't know how to intro the podcast. Um... You should I, do some I, sort of like choo-choo train thing, like arriving into Jamestown. <laughs> like where it's just like, hold a port to Jamestown. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. Maybe I should make like a little like song jingle with with the train coming in. That's a good idea. Well, and then you got to do, uh, you got to somehow incorporate like a, which you'd have to make it yourself for copyright issues, but make like some sort of like uh, spirit tracks from Legend of Zelda. <laughs> oh, right. Train thing. Yeah. Did you, you never played that one, did you? No, I didn't. I wish I did though, because I, I played. Yeah, I bought it like secondhand at a GameStop a few years back and got like halfway into it, and then my 3DS got stolen, and then uh, it was inside it. Oh no! Yeah, That's that was a sad time that my 3DS got stolen because I had a lot of shit on there. I completely forgot about that, dude. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, good. Good thing Nintendo uh, has an uh, ever <laughs> you know evolving ecosystem where games you know just are stranded. They're like, yeah, no, 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 just log into your account and re-download them all. Oh, I, oh, I, I can't. Oh, I think oh. you might be able to do that, but uh, I'm yeah, like, you can now. Back then, you couldn't. But like, it was like, uh, like right before the Switch came out, and at that point, I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking play my 3DS ever again. So, well, I mean, Rip. I'm sure they'll eventually release that shit on Switch, you know, in like <laughs> seven or eight years. Yeah. Well, it's been a while. Uh, we the last podcast we did, we did game of the year, and so we didn't have any time to talk about all the games we've been playing, or at least all the games <laughs> I've been playing, <laughs> all the games you've been playing. Yeah, um, yeah. Where have you been? I, we haven't like played games in a while. You know what? Like, okay, so I was getting annoyed when I was playing Final Fantasy um, from people from uh, the Discord. You know, I don't want to say annoyed. You know, because like it's not like I like them all. You know, but it's just like they'd be like. Come on, man. Come on, man. Play this instead. I'm like, I'm just kind of playing with my wife. So I made myself go invisible and I completely oh. forgot about it until uh, I think it was actually it was yesterday. No, two days ago when I was like, yeah, I'll join a raid with you guys. And I'm like, you're not online. I'm like, yeah, I am. And then I was like, oh, shit, that's right. I did that like three weeks ago. So. All right. I've been ignoring you all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not really that. It's just that I just didn't want to be guilted. You know, I just wanted to like sure. have some fun with my wife and play this game and. Yeah, you know, it's great, man. It's great because we've been yeah. we've been playing at like ten o'clock in the morning on like Saturdays and Sundays, you know. So oh, really? Yeah, we'll play for like four or five hours, take a shower, do some errands and stuff, come back, play for three or four more hours. Is she uh, is she liking it? She, I, I think so. I was gonna have her chime in on it, you know, to get kind of like the hey, my very first PC game is Final Fantasy, <laughs> this <know>? complicated MMO, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like God. At least I wasn't introducing her to Final Fantasy Eleven, that just train Yikes. wreck of a freaking video game that I put way too much time into. But no, she's uh, she's enjoying it. You know, I'm I'm trying so hard not to backseat, but I can't help like hey, uh, uh re- re- refresh your dots. They're on cooldown. Oh, okay, cool. You know, it's just <laughs> like, all right, cool, just make it sure, you know. And I'm like, look, at any, but I'm like telling her, I'm like, look, if at any point I'm annoying you, you right? Know, like, please, like, I want this to be enjoyable for you. Like, you don't have to do optimal DPS because I'm a healer that also DPS is. So 
I got us, you know, but no, but she's actually like, she's like, no, I want to improve. I want to be good. And I'm like, all right. And then a couple days ago, I was telling her about parsers, which are illegal, which I don't have, by the way, I don't sure. definitely have never used a parser before, but what the internet tells me, what it does is it basically takes all the chat logs and it tells you how much damage you actually did. And like, you know, obviously calculates it into damage per second, healing per second and all that stuff, which is not part of the game. So it doesn't tell you damage numbers in the game. No, no, no. It tells you damage numbers, but you can't see like how much damage you did more versus like your other party members. Oh, for example, okay. like, you know, your, your, your stone two is doing 200 damage, but it's like, but this guy who's doing party buffs, is he doing more damage? You know, it's like, she just wanted to know if she was pulling her weight, you know, if she was playing her class effect. Right. But that. I could totally see that being used with hardcore players. Of like this motherfucker's not dealing enough damage. That's, He's the weak link. That's exactly why it's <laughs> illegal because uh, actually a popular streamer who you know one of the biggest final fantasy 14 streamers i think he had like 200 viewers um <laughs> hey jp plays that fucking game all the time i know i'm just kidding it's some guy who's this like hardcore in-game raider and whatnot and uh he you know because all the streamers just like had their parses up on the screen like and they don't get banned because the whole thing is like Squeenix is like, yeah, we kind of get it. Just don't use it in a negative way and don't tell us you're using one, basically. So, but this guy, he, uh, he was doing exactly that. He's like, how are we supposed to clear this DPS check when this guy's only doing 10% of what I'm doing? You know, this is ridiculous. And he started like, you know, talking to him and telling him like, you need to up your stuff. You suck and all this stuff and was grieving him. So he got banned, you know, from the game. And mm-hmm. there was this huge controversy on Reddit. It's like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, don't be an <laughs> asshole. So, but they're like, what am I supposed to do if it's literally preventing us from going? I'm like, good point. But anyway, so if I were to have downloaded that type of thing <laughs> and condone that or anyway, um, she was like, Hey, can you go ahead and download that and tell me how I'm doing? And, you know, if I were to enable it, I would guess <laughs> just being like, they're ever going to fucking pull up. the yeah. We we got them anyway. So <laughs> I installed the parser and shit and got it configured. And we've done like three dungeons with it on. And she's been top DPS of almost oh, every fight. You know? you Granted, there's only two DPS uh, in the tank and then the healer right now stuff we're doing, but, I mean, hey, you know, she's fucking doing her rotations, right? right? Yeah, I mean, she's, yeah, she's she's staying on top of it, and, you know, yeah, and it's just one of those things, she'll get hit by an AoE every now and then, but it's like, dude, like, this is her first time, like, putting her fingers on WSAD, you right. know, so, like, I- I'm not gonna, like, you know, just be like, just be careful. The, the only thing I did say, I go, you know, hey, I want to let you know that most healers, if you're ever playing without me, will literally, if a D, like the DPS's job is so like, quote unquote, unimportant, like all you gotta do is just damage. Like, even if you miss something, oh, well, you do a little less damage. Whereas a healer in a tank, if you mess something up, everyone, he dies. So <laughs> I'm killing on, I'm doing that fucking thing. No, no, again, sorry, man. <laughs> anyway, so long story short, I was like, hey, if you're ever in a pug party with somebody else, I go, if you take AOEs, the general rule of thumb in the community, it's kind of fucked up, but is if, it, if a DPS takes an AOE, you'll cure them. If they take another AOE, you let them die and you don't raise them because <laughs> it teaches them that they need to not get in the AOEs. I'm like, Jesus, that's kind of rough. So I only explained that to her. I said, I don't care as long as you're in my party. I says, I'll res you every time and I'll kick the fucking other DPSs out because you're my wife. You take priority. I was like, but just want to let you know if ever I'm not with you, that that could happen. So well, definitely these are like lower level dungeons, right? Like they're not like super difficult, are they? I mean, if you take an AOE and then an auto attack, you'll die. Oh, wow. Like, okay. Yeah, like at the very beginning. Well, I mean, we're at level 50, which is... We're oh, at really? The, okay. We're in the last two dungeons of the original um, 
2.0, a Realm Reborn, whatever you want to call it, um, back when I was playing. So we've got How's two it been? Because it's been years. Like in terms of just like that content, have they done anything changes, or is it just like surrounding bits of like quality of life shit? Oh, there's like there's an insane amount of stuff they've added to the game. Like e- even for the stuff that I'm doing now. Granted, the main story quest. There's actually a patch coming out within the next five months where they just clean up a ton of the... Because the pacing in the game is just absolute trash. Like, it's just absolute... You'll go and you'll be like, oh my god, there's this big primal titan or Ifrit or Shiva, you know, whatever, and and you'll fight it. And then it's just like, hey, we need you to deliver this soup to these three guys. And it's like, what the (laughs) fuck am I doing? Like, I just slayed a primal and now I'm doing this deliver soup to the soldiers? Like, this is dumb. But, like, there's a lot of that kind of dumb shit that, like... Squeenix wanted it to be like, hey, you've never played an MMO. We're going to ease you into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's all the stuff after the base game that's 100 quests of just fetch questy shit that once we get through that, apparently once you get to the first expansion, they're like, it's like night and day. They said, like, I yeah. would say everybody says the original content is like 5 out of 10. This other stuff is like 10 out of 10. So I'm really it's excited about like, that. Uh, they still haven't gone back. I know they said that they're going to like fix a lot of that shit, but it's like it's been years. Like you should have done this like a few years back before like Shadowbringers, maybe. Well, because what they were doing is um, they, they were just focusing on the new content. Like they put yeah. out content, like, like I don't want to crap talk destiny because I love that game and I had a lot of fun, <laughs> but they're just putting in like, uh, I mean like, like the copied factory, like that's a near automata. Um, right. Raid, raid dungeon right? it's just insane like all the cameos and stuff that are in it and how much content's going into it and it was like a five tier raid now part two is being released in like a month and a half or uh next next february and like that's just free content that's just comes out like they you get raids and dungeons every like two months it's like well not, not like big raids but like dungeons every two months and it's just wow it's just like man can you imagine like if destiny just put out like even half raid tiers like crown of sorrow and stuff like every two months that'd be enough to keep the community like way and then i'm looking at there's a games news that's like talking crap on it i thought it was pretty funny oh really (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. that's funny so no more destiny huh no, I'll still hop in for raids. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was just one of those things that I was like, as I was playing Final Fantasy and doing side content, I was like, you know, this stuff's actually rewarding. Like, the most grinding I've done is like crafting stuff, but even that's kind of fun. And I'm like, man, just getting a thousand kills with a certain weapon type is just not fun. Right. You know, like to get something that's not even as good as the gun I already have. It's like, why am I doing this just for a checklist? Like, it's not even like Diablo 3. Like, at least Diablo, you're always grinding for stronger stuff this you really don't get stronger stuff they put out new guns that are worse than the guns they put out a year ago so it's like why should i unlock this thing yeah the the loot treadmill in destiny is like an ever evolving like problem for them that they can't ever seem to really nail down it's always been different throughout the different years of destiny and i'm not entirely sure what they need to change like maybe they need to make the actual loot itself more complicated or more interesting like instead of just exotics being the only thing that have unique stats like have everything have the ability to have a unique stat like in diablo and other games and that'd be fine or just pump out more exotics you know i mean that that's that's fine too but you, you know, can only like, you use one of those that's per true yeah thing, right? yeah that's true i guess that does make it a little 
Yeah, I really don't know what because it's just like, like the, they're like, oh, cool, new perks were added. Like rampage, get a kill, you do twenty percent more damage. It's like cool, it's not interesting. That's fun. I'm glad I have that on my gun. You know, it's like, yeah, they'd have to do some weird shit. Like summons a, a fallen to help you, or that's from that's from Diablo. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It, until then, I don't think it's uh, it's worth the treadmill. Right. Well, I've been playing uh, a whole bunch of shit, some old, some new, mostly old. Uh, <laughs> with the Witcher show coming back out or coming out, so I went good. back and played. Uh, yeah, I went back and played Witcher 3. I started a new game <clears throat> on the Xbox. Did you finish Witcher, the show? Yeah. Oh, you did. OK, good deal. Good deal. Yeah, yeah. I, I really liked it. it was did we a talk, have we talked about that? Uh, at some point, maybe, um, okay, I, can't I can't remember, remember yeah. yeah, but my general thoughts is I enjoyed it. It's rough around the edges. Could have done a little bit more tighter in some areas, but overall I thought it was really well done. 10 out of 10. I love it. <laughs> um, but moving into the Witcher three, uh, I, I'd already beaten the game back when it came out, but, uh, it was nice to jump back in and I thought I would just piddle around for a few hours, but I'm like ma- almost halfway through the game. I'm like uh, deep into Novigrad shit. And oh, uh, Novigrad, yeah, that's that's the city next to the water, right? The big city, uh, yeah, big city, yeah. Um, well, you mean just redheaded lady, right? Tris, it's yeah. been uh super interesting to come back to it so many years after, and also with uh some of the knowledge from the show, which is you know way before the games take place. And uh, you know, some things still aren't great, like the combat's fine, it's whatever, but the writing is still like some of the best shit in games, like the whole bloody Baron quest line and how, you know, the different choices you make have different consequences, quinces and stuff. And I've been doing, making my choices a little bit different this time around just to see what happens. And kind like, of being a dickhead more than a nice guy. Well, just like, it's not even like that. Like some of the black and white shit, like the, with the bloody Baron, there's like a village that like makes up uh, like a bloody pact with the witches and uh, mm. the witches are like, they're they have a, a bunch of orphans that they're they're like keeping prisoner basically and if you you go to like some weird tree spirit and it's like hey bring me a horse and he turns into a demon horse but like oh, by yeah, doing that, that it frees the orphans but in turn that village that was you know using it i like went back there like hours after doing this and the whole pl- the whole village was just ravaged and like everyone was <laughs> just dead and like people were hanging themselves and she was like holy fuck and then if you go back through the bloody baron quest line his wife uh ends up getting turned into like some crazy demon and then the bloody baron can't handle it and he hangs himself i'm like jesus like none of this happened in my game oh that was- didn't happen in yours oh no, man that, that, that's that's the result i got was him killing himself and i remember coming back being like oh fuck uh <laughs> this is not good <laughs> yeah i was like holy shit all right yeah but i i did get slow down a little bit once i got to novigrad i think that's the place where a lot of people are like eh, i'm not sure about this like the city is a pain in the ass to get around and some like the forever fucking trying to find dandelion some of that stuff <laughs> gets bogged down a little bit but uh I, yeah i've been enjoying it nonetheless and lauren's been uh enjoying watching it um Go ahead. Yeah, that, I was gonna say yeah. That's that's a game like like I think that's the point that hits home with me is I when when my memories go back to the beginning and the Bloody Baron and all that stuff. But it's like post Novigrad, I just like I don't have a lot of strong memories with the game. And I remember being like, I just want this to kind of get over because I started doing side stuff and I was like, I'm not getting rewarded. The writing's not as good as some of the bigger side quests. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know people talk about that and i'm like my, my like my my lasting memory was just not as 
good as the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's a weird thing where like a lot of the side quests are just kind of filler stuff. Like they they expand some of the side characters and things like that, but it and then like all of the question marks it's like this is all just filler and like at that point like you're doing quests way over uh, way that are way under leveled than you and so like you're yeah. just not getting anything out it's like uh, this could all be like tightened up if they like were to make it again but if you ever do go back to it um and have the hearts of stone dlc and if you ever just like want to like just play a a like witcher story that's like 10 hours 15 hours long the hearts of stone dlc is easily like the best part of the witcher 3 that's what i've heard i've heard super well done yeah i i fucking loved it i played it um like a year or so after it came out and they do a nice thing where like if you're not leveled enough up enough to play it you can just like hop right in and they'll give you a preset character which is pretty cool yeah, oh if you really ever, okay yeah, so if i was gonna say because i don't want to slug through that <laughs> nice nice yeah, if you ever see it on sale for like five bucks it comes with all that shit i think and just hop right in i might do just that then i was gonna say yeah because i'm not going through all that shit again right uh moving on though uh a game that i played and finished in one day because uh, <laughs> i enjoyed it a lot um, it was on Game Pass, uh, and I've been looking at it. I think it came out in 2018. It's called Time Spinner. Uh, yeah, it came out in 2018 and it was on Time Game Pass. Spinner? Spinner yeah. or Spinner? Spinner. Of Spinner. Yep. And it's a, it's a super, super copycat Metroid-like, uh, or Castlevania-like, in terms of like the Symphony of the Night style. And like they like ape it super fucking hard in terms of like... Uh, like when you level up, it you know halts for a second and has like a little animation, and you have a backdash and stuff like that. Like they don't, there's no fucking uh, you know kidding about in terms of the influences, but it does enough of its own stuff to make it new and, and feel fresh. And just moving around in the game is super nice. It like just feels fast and snappy. And it was just like one of those things like I'm just enjoying I'm just going to keep playing and just keep exploring. And it was not a super long game. I think I beat in like five or six hours. So like that was also kind of a nice thing where just moves real nice. Uh, One of the big hooks of the game is like it's like kind of time travel-y. So like the world you're going through has two different time periods. And it's not like super like puzzle oriented or anything like that. It's just like you just go in between them. Um, But it 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 was a nice, fun game, cool bosses and great exploration. I really enjoyed it. Looks like the art style of like Super Nintendo Final Fantasy VI meets Metroidvania. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like, yeah. Yeah, I had a good time with it. Um, cool. Moving on, I've just been doing the same old bullshit. Oh, Heroes of the Storm and Rocket League. I, with Rocket League, I'm starting to get to a point where I'm getting a, actually better a little bit because I was at a plateau for so long of like, I'm great, but I'm not like really great. I'm, I'm like stuck in the uh, low diamonds. And there's just like there's like different humps and plateaus like that you need to uh, like learn different techniques to to like really advance in terms of skill. Like when you're first starting, the big hump is like doing aerials where you have to boost midair to fly through the air. That's like a big hump that like a lot of people can't get over. And then after that, like where I'm at now, it's like wall hits and uh, rotating my car midair. In order to do that, you have to rebind your handbrake to like a different button. And I've just been so reluctant in changing my muscle memory for that. Although I have like the the gamepad uh, or the 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 elite controller now, so I might 
do that with one of the paddles, but Ooh, I just I just yeah. need to like fucking practice a lot, like not even play, just practice. And like, ah, but I am getting a little bit better with wall hits and shit. <laughs> that's yeah see that was the thing i remember whenever i played that little bit with you guys for like a couple hours and i was like okay this is kind of fun and then like i watched videos of like the professionals and i was like (laughs) okay there's the uh there's the point where i'll never be it's gonna take hundreds and hundreds of hours to get that good one day i'm gonna put you in a practice room with me and we're just gonna dick around until you get it Oh boy, that's because you would you would love that fucking game so much. I feel like I would. Yeah, I'd also get frustrated too at the same time. I could see that man. Soccer cards. Yeah, yeah. I saw you message Courtney whenever we were playing the other day, (laughs) and you were like, "Nerd, (laughs) playing Final Fantasy." Uh, That's Uh, funny. Yeah. uh, Moving along, uh, I did play. I can't. I don't think I talked about this on the podcast, but uh, a little bit of Disco Elysium. Played a couple hours of it, and then I got sick. And then the the idea of for like a week, and I just couldn't sit down and play a game where all you do is read. (laughs) Uh, Literally, all you do in that game is read. You just go up to people and have conversations. But um, I was really impressed. The writing is like super, super uh, smart and funny. And it's a game where you're a detective and you have like all these different psyche voices in your head. And based on, you know, your level of those different psyches talked about this. Are you, I've talked about this with you off the podcast. Okay. 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 I was going to say, I was like, man, this is sounding. Yeah. I couldn't remember if we did or didn't. Okay. Yeah. But based on like how uh, your level of those psyches determines like different roles you'll have. So like in a conversation, like if your empathy is higher and you're talking with someone who's like crying or something, if your empathy is high enough, you can you have more options in your dialogue and they'll like even like give you hints about how to proceed in the thing. Because like most uh, RPGs, like if you you just want to exhaust all the dialogue options and just like find out as much information. Like at a moment where I was talking to someone and they really didn't want to be talking to me. And one of my like voices came was like, hey, you should probably back off. I'm like, oh, OK. And so like I stopped questioning so, her so hard. And now, like, I don't know what happens if you don't. Maybe she shuts down and you can't get any information. I don't like that kind of shit is super interesting. She like slaps you or something. <laughs> right. Um, and there's, there's like a lot of like about socialism and capitalism and stuff like that in the game uh, with like a big union uh, town and all the different things in there. I haven't fully explored it. I listened to some guy ramble on about his like crazy ass uh, white nationalism esque racist esque ideology. And I think because I oh, listen fuck. to him now, that's just going to be forever a part of my psyche now where like that'll probably pop up in conversation like well this guy's a zorblock so he must be a piece of shit like that type of like crazy oh, shit oh okay <laughs> i thought you meant like <laughs> i thought you meant like literal white nationalist well i mean it's it's analogous to like racism no 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 yeah i get that i get that i yeah. was just i thought you meant like in the quiet i don't know oh. anything <laughs> about this video game i don't know if it takes place on earth or whatever you know so yeah, it's like a, it's like a pseudo uh earth type thing i think gotcha gotcha but anyways i was impressed with it like that if you remember when i talked about outer worlds and i was like these like the speech checks are just like you either have the thing or you don't and like there's nothing really like interesting about the dialogue options if you go that path like this is the complete opposite where they just go uh-huh. All in and like make it super interesting in a part of the game. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then one morning I randomly checked out Thumper again. I love that game. That game is Thumper. so incredible. Thumper. I don't remember that one. Yeah, you played it in VR. It's the uh, one where you're a little beetle. It's a rhythm game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't like that one as much. 
as as it, the other rhythm based games. Yeah, it's it's a weird one because it's not like it's like a weirder, almost like call and response type of rhythm game rather than just like here's a song and you play to the song. Yeah. But I just love the visuals of that. It's super cool. Not as cool as as in VR, though. I just played it on my, my uh, monitor. VR is a way to go for that one. Uh, moving right along, though, uh, a new game, Legends of Runeterra. They, the open beta came out. This is the League of Legends card game. Oh, yeah. I'm curious. That's, I'm the most excited about hearing about that because I'm not going to go into it at all. But uh yeah, uh, I play <laughs> I like two hours. Get thirty FPS and shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh what? my god, that's why I only played two hours of it. Cause like, is yeah, like the animations for everything are in thirty FPS, but like when you're moving your cards around and like going to play them, they're in sixty FPS, and it's just unbelievably jarring. And like a lot of the art is not high res. Like, it seems like even less than 1080p. But I'm playing on 1440p, so everything. Oh. Like the cards up close just look really bad. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And there was like, a, go ahead. <laughs> they just take the character portraits and just enlarge them. <laughs> right. Like, whoops, enhance. <laughs> and like uh, the sound kept popping out for me. That was really, uh, really annoying. And, and yeah, it was just the, the their fucking um, explanation for why they went, went with 30 FPS was like, uh, well, we want the game to look amazing for all players. It's like, what are you talking about? Why can't you just be a normal video game in 2020? Like what? Like if you're trying to scale for mobile, do that later. This is uh, anyways, they, they already said, they already announced that they're going to be patching that out uh, in a few weeks. And so on that time, I will be playing the game more, but like as a, as a card game itself, it is the in between Hearthstone and magic, the gathering in terms of complexity. Uh, You have like, cards that you will play but they'll like hang out on your bench and then it's like an attack defend type of thing where if you're attacking you can move your guys onto the board and then the end the uh the opponent can like respond by placing their own uh people in the battle and also like they can choose which of their cards they want to block your attacks and stuff like that and there are spells that you can enter use in the middle of like an attack and defend sequence. So like if you have like a guy that's like, you know, a two, two guy and he's going up against a four, four blocker, like I'm going to use a spell that gives him plus three, plus three, and then he'll end up, you know, killing that guy. Uh, yeah. and, and he like, can't, he can't expect that. Right. It's that type of shit. And it's also, uh, the other big gimmick is there are champion cards. So you can, you know, put Garen into play. And after he strikes twice, he, um, he levels up and then becomes like an even stronger card that has some unique thing. Uh, there's like there's like lots of interesting shit like that. Like Lucian will, um, if he levels up, he can then attack twice because that's his passive double tap. Mm. So there's there's interesting little flavor about that. I just I got so annoyed by the FPS thing that I didn't put enough time into it. And also just like because it's going back and forth so many times instead of just like it's my turn, then it's the other person's turn. It's like. I put a unit to play, then the other person gets a chance to go, and then I get a chance to go, and it just takes so long if you're playing against like an, a real opponent, like because people just take their fucking time. So it's like it seems like a real like I need something on the second monitor <laughs> type oh, of game. Oh yeah, for sure, man. That's how it was with Hearthstone. It's like yeah, you, you'd be like you'd already be thinking about your play, and then you see him do something stupid, and it's like turn two, and they take the full ninety seconds. You're like, really, guy? Like what are you <laughs> what are you thinking? Like right. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah no, so, I, I, I don't buy the whole like wanting to make it good for everything because I'm pretty sure an I, I'm, I'm watching gameplay of it. I'm pretty sure an iPhone 4 could run this at 60 <laughs> FPS. Like there's nothing special about it. Like the animations are just as good as Hearthstone and that was on the iPhone 4. Like what? Yeah, it's it's it's. I don't know what the fuck. It's Riot Logic, man. <laughs> yeah, right. They're like, no, we want to. Yeah, yeah. It's like the WoW stuff. We just want to make it look like shit so that anything can run it. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, moving on to a good card game, though. Uh, Slay the Spire <laughs> had their Watcher character officially come out of beta. Uh, I'm a huge Slay the Spire fan, uh, as you know. Um, yeah. This is the fourth character now. Um, and each character has their own unique gimmick. Uh, this one is uh, stances. Uh, so different cards will put you into a certain stance. So like calm, once you go into calm, uh, there are certain you know other cards that will interact with that. We're like, if you're in calm, uh, uh, gain five block at the end of your turn. And then when you exit calm into another stance, uh, you'll gain two energy. Uh, and so okay. uh, like if you go into wrath, you deal double damage, but you also take double damage. And so that's like a real risk reward of like, okay, I, I can kill this guy if I am in wrath, but I, if I can't kill them, then I probably shouldn't use wrath. Cause then he's going to deal like 40 damage to me or something. So the type of thing where you can switch between like wrath and tank stance, like pretty quickly, yeah. like every turn. Uh, uh, it depends on like, you know, the cards that you're adding into your deck. You want, you know, uh, like with any class, you want like a healthy dose of, uh, exiting stances and things like that. And other cards will just be like, gain seven block, exit your stance. Um, oh, like that. okay. That's how it works. Okay, gotcha. I thought it was like an inherent. Okay, okay. It makes sense now. Yeah. Uh, and there's also like a crazy one called Divinity where it requires you to play so many Three cards. Like, yeah. It requires you to uh, play like different cards that give you mantra. And so you'll have a card that's like, it's a power that gives you two mantra every turn. And once you get to 10, you enter divinity and you gain like three mana and you deal triple damage, but you're at the end of the turn, you exit the stance. So like there's a lot of interesting things going on. I've played maybe five or six runs of it. I played it when it initially came out in like beta form and I did not like it. It seems like they've done a lot of good work to make it more fun. And uh, I've been, I've been enjoying playing some more Slay the Spire with a new character. Huh, that's always good. Yeah, that's funny when you were talking about it because it just makes me think of like, uh, not to, to, to go back to Final Fantasy, but um, there's like an uh, an astrologian, which is the healing class that I I need to get to the expansion first before I can unlock, and that's the healer I'm gonna play. It's it's like they really changed a lot of things with the jobs. Like there's not only are you doing your damage and healing and stuff, but there's also this little mini card game that astrologian is because it's, you know, an astrologian it, you know, deals with the stars and stuff and all that. Mm. And it's like, you hit the draw card button and you get one of six cards and they do different things. Well, technically they, they don't really all do different things, but it'll be like this one you have to place on a melee DPS and it'll enhance their thing by 6%. But then they each also have, a an element and if you play three of the elements you you well you 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 stock that element and once you Mm. get three then you can use divination not quite divinity but divination which makes is an ability that you can use that buffs everybody's damage by like i think it's like four or six percent raid-wide damage so like while you're in between healing dodging aoe's and everything like that you're also trying to fish for these cards and apply them on this the right person while also getting the right seals and like redrawing so like that sounds cool it's yeah it's like that's what i'm saying like i was like oh my god i want to get this healer more than anything <laughs> but like all the jobs now have like a job gauge like it's no longer just like do this do that and then you're good to go there's like 
a secondary like, mechanic. There's a whole secondary mechanic to every single job. You know, some of them are as boring as like every 20 seconds you get a flower. You can use the flower. It replaces mana. Instead of mana, you're using just a flower, you know, mm. so you can decide to bank them up or whatever. Some of them like red mage. It's like fill up your white mage by using white mage attacks and then fill up your black meter by doing black mage attacks. And then you can use an ultimate spell and all this kind of stuff. So like it's it, it turns it into like the monotony of just like spamming certain things and whatnot and adding this in. So like it's really weird. Like, like WoW has well, pretty much every MMO has a global cooldown where you mm. hit a button and like all the spells that are on the global cooldown you can't use for two point five seconds. Right. So like this Astrologian has like a one point five cast time. So you have like a or something like that, and so you have like a full second to use any off global cooldown, and that's where like your cards and your other healing things are and everything. So like I'll be like healing or doing damage more or less. And then I weave in a card in that one second time. It's like, oh, that's not the card I want. Got to do my next global cooldown <laughs> spell. And then weave another card. And the next global cooldown, oh, play the card on a person. So it's like, I can't wait to unlock this class because it feels like I'm going to just be doing shit all the time. Yeah, People, that sounds fun. Yeah, like it really is. I watched this like Japanese video, some guy that's just like insane. I'm like, wow, I'm like, they're really making this game like really good. <laughs> like, <laughs> like really, really rewarding. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's like, God, I'm really I'm really really enjoying this game. And I'm glad Courtney's liking it too. So she's like she's like she's like, Oh, you said we're close to the end. I'm like, Oh yeah, we're close to the end of the original game. I go, We have three <laughs> more expansions plus like 50 quests after each expansion to do so yeah buckle up <laughs> yeah it's like no we're we're like we're like an, a 10 through the game right now honey. <laughs> she's like oh okay but yeah card right games. so that, that's about as card game as i'm gonna get <laughs> <Right. laughs> because like you know me man i i tried to get in hearthstone i did a little bit i just i tried to get into slay the spire probably should have given it more of a chance i just i don't know man it's all right don't yeah. get there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get there. Listen, I'm, I'm not giving up on you. Play we're going to take a quick break right now. Lauren just comes home and talk, and then we'll be right back. We're back with the second half of the podcast. Um, Station number two. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep. Come <laughs> on. Um, I don't have a whole lot played for the second half. I haven't named that game tune at the end. I thought we'd talk about a little bit of the news, a little bit of other random shit. I did. I forgot to mention. I started a uh, Jimmy got uh, divinity and we are pretty much almost done with the first act already. We fucking we housed that first act in a matter of a few days and he seems to really be enjoying it. So maybe uh, we'll have to uh, make it a three man party at some point. Yeah, I mean, I could just hop in and join because I don't like either of the characters that I'm playing as. So <laughs> it's just like, whatever, dude. Yeah, I'll join you guys up whenever. <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> I made one of my characters a, an archer, and they are insanely strong. And so that's been a an lot of archer? fun. Yeah. Oh, nice. They do some deeps. But anyways, yeah, that game's still great. You uh, Have I told you that I'm watching a show, Mr. Robot? Oh, you're watching Mr. Robot. We just started watching the uh, final season. Oh, dude, that's show, we're, we're in the first season. Uh, we got like two it's episodes. So left. good. Oh, my God. It's so good. And like the thing that sold me on it was a buddy at work. He's like, hey, man, um, you should check out Mr. Robot. I'm like, that sounds stupid. No, I'm not checking <laughs> out a show called Mr. Robot. He's like, no, no, no. Hear me out. And he's like, and he started he's like linked me to an article where the guys are like, he's like, it's about a hacker. I go, I don't want to. I don't want to watch this. He's like, no, like they actually legit like they 
took like a software engineer or whatever and like had them like work with them to make sure it's more accurate and all that stuff. And it's like very, very, very accurate to how things really are. And like the terminology they use and they go, oh, okay, right. I'll give it a shot. And I was like, okay, this is a good show. Yeah. We, um, they, they take forever for the seasons to come out. And it's so like, it was like two or three years or something crazy between the third and the fourth season. And they finally just like ended and I'm like, okay, maybe now I'll hop back into the fourth season. But like, I didn't remember fucking anything about it, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, they, they go down some fucking crazy paths. Uh, yeah. I wonder if you've gotten to narrow. I'm not even going to try and ask the twist. There's yeah, no, no, no. There's lots of, uh, they fool the viewer quite a bit. Yeah, um, I heard it's a little bit subversion. I was afraid of that because I've been triggered ever since the last Jedi. When I hear the word subversion, I think right, Ryan Johnson. I get angry. So <laughs> yeah, right. that uh, movie's the worst movie <laughs> I've ever seen. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'll, I'll let you know where I'm at. Um, Shay. Oh, whoa! Spoilers. Let me just say something. Uh, spoilers. First season. <laughs> yeah, uh, Shayla died. Um, was like two episodes ago. Um, I don't even know well, who that is. That's that's <laughs> the that's the that's the morphine girl who gets him the hookup for morphine uh, into boxing. Yeah, so she got murdered, and then I found out that Mr. Robot is cool with Tyrell. Which oh. is their whole dynamic, which, by the way, did you know that he's like speaking Swedish and she's speaking Danish? Really? They're both. Yeah. They're, like He's Swedish. She's Danish or, or vice versa. One of them is Swedish. One of them is Danish. And they both speak in their native tongue. But because they're smart and because Swedish and Danish aren't too. It's like Bulgarian and Russian um, that they can like understand each other. That's interesting. Yeah. And that really cool. I thought it was cool. Like twist like their intelligence <laughs> and their like, you know, ability to talk to each other. If you, I guess, uh, I was going to say, if you need any of the seasons, I have uh, an Amazon Prime with all of the seasons. Oh, well, I think they're all, I think they're all, they're on, all Prime. on Prime. Yeah, all yeah. except the newest one, I guess. Yeah, well, if you ever get there, just let me know. We bought it. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. you hadn't recommended it. I guess you recommend like 100 shows to me. And I'm yeah, like, I start to watch those. shows to you. <laughs> just cause, yeah. Well, it's like, that's the whole thing with fucking TV nowadays. It's like, there's a million fucking shows. There's no way you can keep up with any of them. Oh, yeah, and then everybody at work. Like, I've got at least four people at work that once a week always tell me, hey, have you started watching um, Dumbledore's Backyard? I don't know why. I, I said Dumbledore's <laughs> Backyard. backyard. Dude, dude, okay. All right. Um, look, in my <laughs> defense. that show. <laughs> Dumbledore's Backyard. All right, in my defense, and my other monitor, I have a YouTube video pulled up, and it's like recommended stuff, and it's telling me to watch the next in review, the kind of funny in review mm. for the next Harry Potter. And so I just looked over, and like, I don't know, fucking <laughs> backyard extravaganza. And well, was, Harry, these tomatoes look amazing. <laughs> Expelliarmus. And, um, yeah. Uh, well, if you do want uh, a new recommendation for TV. <laughs> yeah. On Netflix, Sex Education. It's one of the best shows. Really? Okay. I was going to start watching that, and I looked at it, and I was like, it's very, ah, It's very good. Know, it's man. very funny. It's very poignant. It's like a modern take at like looking at sexuality and the modern age, and it's very wholesome and also uh, very funny. Is it from like a like a Puritan like American point of view, or is it like European point of view? No, it's like a weird neo... Uh, like it's like a weird almost like utopian society like not like you know everything's perfect but like it's like an american style uh high school but they're british and 
<laughs> okay. But like, you know, it's just like, there, it's like, it's like just like modern age, but just like in like a weird, almost like futuristic eighties nostalgia style thing where like the clothes are kind of eighties and weird, but like, it's all just uh lost connection to server. Yeah, I, th- I I think it still records locally, and that just means like okay. we're gonna upload it like once you stop. Okay. I don't know because I noticed it, it didn't it didn't interrupt your talking. So, all right. Anyways, yeah, it's got a cool style, and it's uh, very funny and very uh, wholesome and cool. Okay, I might check it out then. I, yeah. yeah, I see it. And I was like, what is this trash? Is this like not <laughs> well, another? You never know with American Pie. They put like three hundred different shows a week on there now. <laughs> Have you seen the South Park where they're talking about getting greenlit by Netflix? No. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. They're just like, like they, they go to pitch like ideas to Netflix. And so, of course, they call, you know, 1-800-Netflix or whatever to talk to the guy. And they're like, hello, this is Netflix speaking. You're greenlit. <laughs> it's just like how they answer the phone. It's so funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, we did yeah. watch. Um, we've been uh, doing a little bit of like Oscar uh, movie viewing a little bit. We watched uh, that Parasite. Have you seen people talking about this movie? No, not yet. It's a Korean movie <clears throat> that some guy made. Uh, that is like a Korean just, guy. Yeah, a Korean guy. He's South Korean. Okay, I thought you meant like he was like American guy writing a Korean. No, no, no. okay, Bong Hu or something like that. I can't remember his name. Um, I think he made like Snowpiercer and some other stuff. But yeah, Parasite's like fucking awesome. It's my that was my favorite movie of last year. Uh, that's it's like getting like a lot of Oscar noms and shit. And like the guy has been. Uh, really funny at like any award shows like it's okay to watch movies with subtitles it's okay americans like that type of shit uh-huh. it's very it's very very good but i know you won't watch it it's all right no i mean uh, yeah i'm probably <laughs> sure i'll watch it and, like once i finally have a six-year-old child you know <laughs> <laughs> all right we we talked about some other shit uh some gaming news though uh there's been not a whole lot there's just been a whole lot of delays <laughs> yeah that's pretty much all the news has been lately yeah, delay, the, delay, delay. They had uh, Cyberpunk to September, Dying Light 2 to whenever in the future. Excuse me, got a burp. Uh, the Avengers got pushed to September. Are you hyped about that, by the way? Uh, not really, no, because and I'm glad they delayed it because everything that, or at least the one thing that they had shown looked like super like whatever and yeah. they haven't really shown much else i'm like how the fuck is this game coming out in a year like what like this game is gonna come out fucking hot so like hot hot like, garbage yeah like it's gonna oh, come okay. out like like you know like without uh you know very much polish and it's gonna be buggy and not very great like a like how uh anthem came out dude yeah it, it like I don't know why, but it just looks like generic third-person action adventure game based off of a movie that like millions of them existed from like 1995 to like 2010. Like well, it's, it's supposed like, to be like a Destiny style thing where you know you do a bunch of like different missions and shit, and you can party up and stuff. But like they're also trying to make it like a real story with real voice actors, but they the characters don't look like the movie characters, and so it's just like a, it was it's a weird cacophony of stuff come coming together in this thing. And like the idea that they were going to hit May, I always thought was like ridiculous. So like I'm could have got pushed a few months, but I'm still just like yeah, I don't know about this one. Well, I think the biggest problem is that when Marvel, you know, uh, the Marvel Cin- the MCU um, has really like cemented people's ideas of what right. these superheroes are. And so like that 
it's kind of like how before MCU and all that, like the same. It's so funny because if you go back, like you see like people talking about the old X Men, it's like, oh man, Wolverine just does not look like what Wolverine <laughs> should be. You know, they're like in the comics, he was more yellow and blue. You know, or just weird, you know, weird stuff. And they're like, and then now it's like you can't not think of uh, Hugh Jackman when you think of Wolverine, right? Like it's like, this has just changed that. So people who grew up, you know, are going to complain. So it's like, but now it's kind of like, eh, when you what don't it? have them, it's not like people think of Thor as that guy. I forgot his name. They think of you know <laughs> Iron Man as Robert Downey Jr. Like that's just what they have in their head. But it's a weird thing because Spider-Man came out on PS4 and I was like, Oh, that's Peter Parker. Like no one really had any gripes about that, so like, I, I it's a weird there's thing. Peter we're, Parker's man, there's like that, that's true. I guess we're conditioned yeah. at this point that there's 800 Peter Parkers out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, especially with Into the Spider Verse, which is like top right. ten best movies ever created. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I don't know. I I want to like it, especially like like you said, like you just need to see more. Movie. Yeah, I know. I just. I just I just have zero hype about it. Is the problem? It's like eh, whatever. Well, it's kind of like, like. Go ahead. I was gonna no no go ahead because I was gonna segue into something else. Well, I was gonna say like it's just like the idea of trying to create like five to six seven different classes of heroes that all have their own unique depths and abilities while also at the same time being compatible in different missions and in co-op like this just sounds like a Herculean effort in order to try and make something that's good. I mean, yes and no. I mean, like, uh, let me just use, oh, I don't know, Final Fantasy as an example. I mean, you've got, you know, different things where it's like, wow, this sounds like it should be, like, we have three healers that all do, they all heal, but they all damage, but they're all unique somewhat in their way. Like, you can do that. You just have to, like, really nerf the shit out of some people. Like, Hulk probably has to have, like, a cooldown, like, really high up of his abilities, you know? It's like, I mean, think of Destiny. They, They have three classes um that change a little bit you can probably have the core still the same like they all have like all the superheroes have super strength you know so like punch yeah, is like, be a main combat how but do you like, balance iron man being able to fly wherever he wants with black widow well black widow she jumps on her little i don't know <laughs> a, thing, a thing that iron man made that allows her to fly or maybe i mean like think about it like if you have somebody flying but then you have spider-man spider-man can traverse just as fast on buildings as iron man fly i mean he can't i mean let's i mean bear with me like you could use the web slinging to get to catch up to stay at the same speed they'll just increase the speed of the web slinging you know hulk he'll have like jumping abilities where he can like jump forward real quick because he did that in the movies and the comics and whatnot so they'll have ways to like equalize the travel i'm not worried about that i'm more worried about like 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 captain america like sure he's got super strength and he's got a shield but like he doesn't have like the best range. I guess you can throw the shield and stuff, but I don't know. It just I, I see what you're saying, and and I I, I feel like it. Like every character needs to have the depth of like Spider-Man in the PS4 game, and trying to do that for like six, seven different characters in like the development time that they're given, like I just, it just doesn't seem like it's going to come together. But like I would love to be fucking pleasantly surprised. I think it can be done. Um, like I said, I think just I think what's going to happen as a result of it is going to be. Uh, their superheroes, they're, they're, they're not going to feel like how they should. That's going to be right. like, it will be balanced. It will feel like everybody has the same equality, but at the cost of like the Hulk being 
not really feeling like super the Hulk, you know? Yeah, there's going to be some weird dissonance where like Black Widow's gun deals 500 damage and it does the same amount of damage as like Hulk's punch. It's exactly. Like, That's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like whatever, you know, or maybe hers is going to be like multiple combos where she shoots her gun multiple times and like does a VAT system, you know, I don't know, you know, there's yeah. I, I'm really I'm because it's what is Respawn doing it? No, that's oh, not respawn. Crystal Dynamics. Yeah, oh, it's Crystal Dynamics. Okay, well, maybe, maybe. it won't happen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe not then. We'll see. But yeah, that that got moved to September, uh, as well as Final Fantasy got moved just a month, which is like kind of like, all right, fine, whatever. Sucks, that's- but like whatever. Uh, honestly as a person who's like rooting for final fantasy to be like everybody's game of the year which it won't be because cyberpunk will come out um i'm kind of glad because i saw a lot of people like when they're like oh final fantasy like a lot of people saying well it looks like i'm just gonna skip this one out since it'll be too close to cyberpunk and i was like guys man like it looks so <laughs> good like give it a try i know you don't like jrpgs but it'll have an audience no, I know it'll have an audience, but I mean, like, there was a lot of people that were getting upvoted, like, in the thousands saying, uh, yeah. well, it looks like I'm going to skip out on this because it'll be too close to cyberpunk, you know, and, you know, I want to give it its due. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want that, you know. It is nice, though, that, like, all the fucking games are finally, like, spreading out a little bit because it was, like, a bit ridiculous that spring was insane. And that was this was, like, even after, like, Ubisoft moved their, the watchdogs and some of their other shit. So, like... There's just been a lot of delays, and it's yeah. at least nice that we won't be getting. Hopefully, we won't be getting half-baked games. Um, it also like there's also the whole other angle of like, uh, I think whenever Cyberpunk got announced, someone asked the questions like, "So is everyone going to be crunching?" They're like, "Yes, everyone's going to be crunching for the next <laughs> fucking six months." It's like, <laughs> right. oh fuck, those poor developers, man! Like, like <laughs> God. <laughs> My favorite part about that day when the news came out is, is the, the like the turnaround of Reddit threads. There's like a post at like 8 a.m. Right. or 9 a.m. that was like cyberpunk delayed. And everyone's like, well, at least, you know, that's good. That means they're probably better not going to give them crunch. We'll get a better game. Oh, yeah. They'll be able to treat their employees better. That was like so highly upvoted. And then like four hours later, it's like, <laughs> CEO. They will not see their kids. Says, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> says, Your kids will live with us. Your kid <laughs> Sorry. And we're like, Jesus Christ, man. Come on. We're all still gonna buy your game <laughs> it's like at least over there they get like paid for their overtime here in america i was like nope sorry 60 hours no overtime pay fuck off no that's not true there's laws preventing that not here in the u.s if you're on salary it doesn't fucking matter no it absolutely does there's over there's overtime exempt managers now our company's been having to deal with it uh this year where you have to make x amount of salary um, or get compensated and it's it's a pretty good margin like it's a lot substantially more like it used to be like twenty thousand. you could be a salary and be abused and abused now it's after like i want to say like forty thousand in missouri at least though interesting yeah they've 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 upped it a little bit now granted it's not 60 70 hours a week compensation like what they'll do is they'll probably just pay them the extra 10 grand a year and then they'll still be overworked so i'm not right. saying like it's a utopian and it's what it should mm-hmm. be but i mean it's it's definitely better than it was the past 40 years of life yeah. hopefully we're getting there <laughs> getting there yeah yeah um in other news though aside from delays uh 
Doom Eternal had a big preview thing. I don't know if you've watched or read, read or listened to anything about that. Trying not to, trying to stay away from it because uh, I I went into the first Doom, well, pff, the first Doom, Doom 2016, completely blind and was just completely shocked with how much fun I enjoyed it. I want to do the same thing for this, you know. All I know yeah. is he's got a shoulder pad or, or shoulder, <laughs> uh, a shoulder rocket thingy uh, hook shot or whatever. That's all I really know about the game. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I've I've I listened to um, you know No Clip, the YouTube guys who do Love like them. documentaries. Yeah, they had a podcast interview with Hugo Martin, the um, the like, creative director of Doom Eternal, and I could just listen to that fucking dude talk for hours about game design. He just fucking gets it because oh, he yeah. talks about like um, wanting to get players into the fun zone, where like in the first Doom, you can kind of like weasel your way a little bit you don't you don't have to play like you're not weapon switching all the time you can kind of choose one weapon the whole time and this they're like in doom internal they're like no like you need to be weapon switching all the time and you know managing your resources with your guns and like you know if you're low on armor shoot your flamethrower if you're low on health you do a glory kill that type of shit and they just they it seems like they're just really fucking nailing down like all right doom was great now doom eternal is going to be like all these like just like way more refined and and like way more interesting as a game and i'm just like fucking let's go dude oh, no because they definitely they definitely tried to do a little bit of that i'm glad you said you know more refined because i was gonna chime in and say well they definitely did do that you know like when the pinkies charge you you know like dodge them and pull out your uh uh your double barrel and shoot them. right and like, that's what i did and it's like oh if it's a range thing um the uh the the hell uh little screamer duties are they called hell screams no Cacodemon? No, it's a uh, wait. Is that the ones that like I know from, from the original Doom? They're the ones that like they're they're like bony and tall and like, kind of tall and lanky, and they use like magic kind of. Oh, I know what you're talking about. God damn it! Anyway, anyway, <laughs> those guys pull out the sniper and shoot him. Like the little, the little, little. It, so they they tried a little bit, but you could still do something. That's awesome to hear that they're gonna just like really make it like rock paper scissory kind of. You know, it's like you gotta, yeah. you gotta do this, you gotta do that. If you want like a real fucking like good podcast, listen to just check that out. The No Clip podcast he has it. Or it's on YouTube as well if you want. But like that was just like, oh my god, this guy like totally fucking gets me. <laughs> oh yeah, man. When I watched the no clip documentary on doom uh yeah well, yeah it's that guy who talks about like robocop and like wanted to be like yeah you're a bad motherfucker in terms of doom <laughs> like this guy's great oh yeah man he's talking about the opening sequence the whole like yeah. and, and i love how they go to the um the uh the the uh the music guy i wish i knew his name that's kind of a sin to not know his name because it's such a uh, mick Whatever. gordon Mick yeah, Gordon. Mick Gordon. Yeah, Mick Gordon. I like him because they're like, you know, we were like, well, no, we don't want to do metal. You know, we need to do this and that. And he's like, and then he basically like keeps talking. He goes, but then you know what we decided? It kind of needs to be. <laughs> you know, he's like, <laughs> it's like, it really does. Like, it just oh. feels perfect, you know, and like the instrumental guitar or the the, the technological uh, yeah. guitar. Oh, man, it's just so fucking good. Like, yeah, I'm very excited for that game. I know I'm I I don't think it'll disappoint at all. Like it's one thing that I think my hype can live up to, you know, right. just knowing because all they literally have to do is do the same thing, just refine it and give me more demons to shoot. And then we're calling it a day. <laughs> right. It looks a little focused on story because I did watch that one trailer you told me to watch. Uh, well, they, the, the, He said, like, you can fuck with as much as the story as you want to. If you just want to play the game, you're good to go. If you want to dig into the lore, it's kind of like with Doom 1 in terms of that. We're like, if you want to figure out, like, how this fucking world works, you can absolutely do that. But if you just want to shoot demons, you can go for that. 
Okay, good deal. I was worried about that because there was like one cutscene that was only like a minute and 20 seconds long in Doom 1. And I was like, I'm bored. Let me do something else. You know, it's like, come on. But cool. That'll be fun. Yeah. Looking forward to that. And, you, and that's uh, March, right? Yep, March. Same March. day as Animal Crossing. Oh, are you going to be playing that? Uh, I will not. I, I, I will probably check it out. I've never played an Animal Crossing, and Lauren's going to be playing it too, so I'm sure we'll fuck around with our villages and stuff. I'm just curious because I've never played one, and people always talk highly of it, and I like Stardew, so I will check that out. Oh, yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, the last thing we'll talk about, though, just before um, we move into name that game tune, um, there was a big post today or yesterday about Stadia officially going <laughs> like 40 days without yeah. new game announcements, feature <laughs> updates, or anything. And it, it just seems like this thing is already done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's in beta. Oh wait, no. Oh, oh, it's not. No. It's released. Oh shit. Oh, okay. Get your get your your name tag first. Founders pack, <laughs> right? They're like, we'll give you some of the stuff we promise if you get the founders pack. So it's crazy. Like, there's been a bunch of um, podcasts that have been doing like you know 2020 predictions, and like one of mine that I had in my head was like. I think Stadia will die in sometime in 2020. And I didn't think that like it would be this bad already in 2020 in terms of just like nothing's happening on the service. I mean, yeah, no, there's nothing. There's really literally nothing. Like what were they thinking, dude? Like actually thinking, I mean, not like you can't just not deliver what you promise. It's like, you have to have the base product working and then not on top of it, announcing new stuff. So the few people who did buy into your bull crap, they still don't get anything. Like, <laughs> like just, there's no games coming out for it right now. Yeah. Like, well, and it's like, like it. the destiny. There's a, there's a guy who said that uh, on the discord, he said he waited like 40 minutes for a match because just nobody's playing it it's like what well it's like i mean games in general aren't really coming out right now so like that's fine but like why aren't they just pumping in other you know just games that have been out for you know years now like it can't be how hard is it to really get games onto that service like they just need to do the work and just put out like five games a week that so you can start using this platform as your main platform right I mean, it's simple, right? Like they're just a bunch of server uh, server farms, right? All they gotta do on those servers is just install Steam on it, and they can just <laughs> download all these video games. So I'm giving my fucking account right now. They yeah, never like, my account. Yeah, like for the good of the world. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, yeah like this five hundred uh, games in my account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no shit. Like, what? God, that almost makes me angry because, like, when you say that, it's like, yeah. Why can't they do that? Like, I mean, I know it's obviously Steam and all this and that, you know, but I mean, why can't they get like GOG can do it? All these indie places or these, uh, you know, these third party places can do it. Why can't Google fucking do it? Like, you have more money than Christ. Like, get on it, dude. And the other parts of the services, like, no one on, like, you should be able to just do it through your web browser. They said, like, it's coming in 2020, way back when. That like you can just do it uh, for free through your web browser, or I mean, you have to buy the games, but like you, sh- you can just do it wherever and on in- on your phone and everything like that, and just just like no information about any of that. Like, when is that happening? I know. Yeah, I, I like. 
I had to go back to that one to see. I got it pulled up. And it's just, oh my God, it's even worse than I thought. You know, like no mention of iOS, no mention at all of Stadia base, no mention of family sharing, no no acknowledgement that they've read anything from the community, which I'm not involved with the Stadia community, but apparently there's no acknowledgement of anything that they've said, <laughs> like no feedback or whatever. 120 games coming, but nothing revealed. Like, the Pixel phone is still the only Android phone with Stadia functionality. That one right there is, I think, the greatest sin Weird. of all. It's like, this is your thing, is you can take it on the go anywhere you want, but the phone is the most important piece of the puzzle for taking it wherever the hell you want, and you only allow one phone? Like, oh my god. <laughs> What's happening over there? Like, they now say, hey, you're gonna get fucking guilt! For free, the Stadia <laughs> Pro guilt, guys. Or- that one exclusive game we had that was shit. <laughs> like, here's your fucking bone we're giving you. There's literally no scraps on the bone. They literally could have just said, I mean, uh, it's a beta. That's all they had to say was, here's a beta. We're going to have more I info guess. for you summer 2020. But here's a beta if you're curious of the service to see if you want it. You know, because even that, because like xCloud's in beta. Nobody's talking shit on that. You know, right. and it's like, like because they're like, oh, no, it's beta. Plus... Again, as I've said before multiple times, the Azure platform is just amazing. So xCloud is going to do better. And it's just... Well, it's more of the Game Pass shit is the reason why xCloud is going to work. And the fact that it's not the only way to play those games. It's an an additional feature, not the only feature. Oh, right. Yeah. No, but I mean, like even like PlayStation users might get like with this xCloud thing, they might be like, you know what? I don't really want to buy an Xbox console, but... I kind of want to play Xbox games, you know, like Forza on my phone. Like, you know, Forza yeah. is the type of game you could play on an iPad. You know, it's not like it's super intensive, you know, and all that. And if you could play it on xCloud and only pay 10 bucks a month and get, what is it, over 120 games with that? Oh, okay. Yeah. As right. opposed to Google's four games it's got or whatever. Like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, the whole thing's a fucking disaster. It, it's but. just terrible. Yeah. Like. I'm curious to see what they do with that, but I, I want to see so badly too. <laughs> I kind of want to see it stay a dumpster fire, but I kind of want it to succeed, you know, because I'm <laughs> right. more of an Xbox fanboy. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and move on into name that game tune to close out the show. Do you have the link? I sent you the link. I've got it pulled up already. All right, let me know when you're ready. Give All me right. I'm ready. Playing the first song in three, two, one. No, no, I know this. Obviously, this is a blast core. This is uh, hey. what, uh, but it's when you're driving. Oh, it's well, I guess there's like 15 different. Yeah, it's just all, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> dude. <laughs> I love it. Well, reminds me of the donkey video where he raps over this. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. It's a great song. That is a great song, too. Man, wow. What a game. What a weird. My, my little, like, eight-year-old nine-year-old brain just didn't understand the whole like it was like you didn't think about the plot it's like why am i scoring this thing and it's gonna blow why can't it just turn turn left or right why does it go in a straight path and why why does does it stop yeah like let's let's create a game where there's just a a fucking bomb that's driving in a straight line and you have to kill everything in its path and then the things you kill are buildings well in the lore because i was curious about this as an adult like two or three years ago i was like you know what the fuck is this all about it's like well apparently there's like it's a nuclear like warhead so 
and it's on a set path that is not man controlled. So it's going in it, but we have to escort it to ground zero. So in order to do that, you have to evacuate the area. So it's like, the whole point is to, I guess, save <laughs> so people nonsense. by killing them. Like, yeah, it's just it is nonsense, but it's like, who, like who thought of this? It's a game for children, you know? It's like, like there's a nuclear bomb, and you need to kill all the people inside the buildings, bay or tear down their buildings. Hope they run away. It doesn't say they're vacated because you know you. No, know it's the whole game takes place at Christmas time. No one. Uh, wait, no, that's the reverse Arkham Origins. <laughs> All right, that was core. All right, next song. Three, two, one. This is a weird one. I don't know if you'll get it. Yeah. It's a banger, though. Like, it sounds SNES. Like, it sounds like SNES, but it's it's more advanced than that. Almost like... Is this from the Sega 32X? Um, oh wait! Yeah, I, I was gonna say you played the part that I wouldn't know, didn't you? <laughs> well, no, I just love that part. Is is that is that a Sonic Adventure? No, it's an N sixty four game. Oh, it's Bomberman then. Yeah, Bomberman okay, Hero. Okay. Yeah, that's that song right. is so good. That whole Dude. soundtrack is wild. <laughs> God, that game was so good. Bomberman Hero, or was it Bomberman? It's Hero. No, Hero. Okay, yeah. Hero was the one with the much Those are much weird better. games. Are they, though? I mean... Yeah, I mean, I haven't played them so, since then, so, like, I have no idea if they hold up, but, like, just thinking about them, like... Weird. <laughs> Bomberman 64, I've been playing an insane amount because me and Mickey Pittman played it all the time. You play... Obviously, you play the level that's the, uh, uh, the pyramid one, you know, with, like, sure. the water on the bottom. Like, Bomberman 64. It's, it's like not a, quite as good as For the Greater Good. <laughs> God, that's <a> classic thing. <laughs> All right, next song. Let's see. Three. Oop, oop, oop. Let me go back. All right, there we go. What the hell is this? I might know it. Should I know it? Uh, yeah. I mean, you played it. Oh, shit, really? Okay. Um, oh, God. That sounds like N64 as well, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Um, that is, it is not Banjo-Kazooie. Correct. It is not Diddy Kong Racing. Correct. <sighs> is it Donkey Kong 64? Nope, that is Moo Moo Farm from Mario Kart 64. Oh, wow, really? Damn, <laughs> I didn't know that. Moo Moo Farm sucked. Yeah, it's not great, you hit the fucking cows. Oh yeah, they're just like completely like just stops you. <laughs> I guess those are cows, huh? I guess I never thought they were cows. <laughs> All right, next song in three, two, one. This one is easy. Oh, baby. Such a great game. I love Breath of the Wild, dude. So good. That's the obviously when you're inside a, a shrine. But it's a it, yeah, it's great. But like after like thirty hours in, you're like, oh my god, they have one song for the shrines. <laughs> you know what? You're right. <laughs> that is true. 
you know what you know what music's a real 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 banger is the uh the cyclops music or not cyclops the the guardian music the, oh yeah uh, there's a there's a rendition of it on Spotify that you should totally check out. I don't know the name of it. I think it's like Guardian or Enemy Approaches or something. And it's like a guy doing it with like a nice electric guitar, but it's like still smooth. Really, really good job. Um, I like it a lot. Yeah, I love the music in Breath of the Wild. It, a lot of people were like poo pooing it because it wasn't like <laughs> traditional, like you know, Legend of Zelda heroic music. I'm like, no, this is like totally apt for this style of game. Yeah, can you imagine if during like the whole exploration of the overworld, all you hear is you know Fucking Hyrule theme? Yeah, I'd be like, please stop, you know, like, get this out of here. Yeah, well, that's the name of that game tone. You were three for four. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think that's the best I've done. Yeah, not bad at all. And with that, we will close out the podcast. Thanks to everyone listening. Uh, I know the prince of. Japan is listening. I know the king of Scotland is listening. Mahatma Gandhi. Is he I alive? Hope, I, no. I, I th- all, I his, all of his nukes got to him. That's right. <laughs> God damn it. Dude. Yes. Thanks no. everyone for listening to the Jamestown Podcast. Thank you, Alex, for joining me. This has been the Jamestown Podcast. And Join I, us next time. I hope you all have your departure passes because this train's <laughs> leaving <laughs> the station. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.